welcome back to Parked Car Convos. I'm Maddie Mitchell and I'm your host today and always because, well, quite frankly, this is literally my podcast. So who else is going to host it? Happy freaking Monday. I know it's only been a few days since you've last heard my voice. If you listen to Friday's bonus episode, which was for the Swifties, it was a Taylor Swift themed episode, which I had so much fun recording. I hope you guys enjoyed that. If you have listened to it, if not, feel free to check that one out. A cute little, a cute little treat for your weekend. I hope you had a fabulous weekend. I hope it was filled with fun and whimsy or rest and relaxation. However, however you choose, honestly, I hope you got something good out of your weekend at least. And I hope this week is going to be so enjoyable for you, especially if you're based in the U.S. You probably have something of a short week. Uh, which is nice because we have Thanksgiving on Thursday. And I know if you're in college, you're probably home for the week, which is nice. And hopefully if you work a nine to five, maybe you have Thursday and Friday off. That would be beautiful. I'm hoping that for you. You guys are in my thoughts always. But I wanted to do a fun Thanksgiving themed episode because we're going to have a couple of holiday themed episodes coming up as we approach the Christmas season. But I'm not going to sleep on Thanksgiving. I love Thanksgiving, honestly. And I think people that don't like Thanksgiving are kind of freaks. What's not to like? What is not to like? A beautiful display of food, which is always so gorgeous and so delicious. And that's what the entire day is about, essentially. Unless you're one of those freaks that runs a race on Thanksgiving. In case you guys are unfamiliar, if you're not based in the U.S., there's this like phenomenon of races that happen on Thanksgiving. In our town, it's called a turkey trot. I feel like it's called that in in many places as well. But it's just like a 5k that people run on Thanksgiving. And I just, I can't get behind it at all. This day is supposed to be about eating your weight in turkey and then sleeping. That's like the whole point of the day. So I would really kind of I would really appreciate it if you were not being a lunatic and running three miles to start your day. That's just like so excessive. Um, my brother, my brother used to run it, which is like, we are really two very, very different people clearly. And I think my best friend is running it. My best friend who also just ran the New York city marathon. So she, we are very, very clearly different people as well. But I hope that I hope for your sake that you were not born into one of those families because that just sounds I don't know, like a cesspool of negativity if I'm speaking my truth. I'm kidding. I'm sure you're lovely people if you run a race on Thanksgiving. You're far more motivated than I will ever be. And for that, you should be thankful, honestly. That is something to give thanks for, which is what we're going to be doing today. We are going to be gathered here today giving thanks for whatever our heart desires, okay? I think it's so important that we practice gratitude and that we remain grateful for all of the beautiful things in our life because that's that's so important. It's so important to recognize that. So that's what we're going to be doing. I posted on my story and I asked what you're grateful for. And I asked for like niche things because I didn't want people to be like my family, my friends. Great. Great. So are the vast majority of people. Like what makes you different? What are the, what is the niche thing that you're grateful for? And a lot of you guys delivered. Thank you so much. So we're going to be going through those. I have some of my own things that I'm very grateful for that I would love to kind of discuss with you, which by the way, this is also a stereotypical American Thanksgiving tradition to go around the table and say one thing that you're thankful for. So this is kind of like what we're doing together. We are right now, this is Friendsgiving. We're at Friendsgiving and we're going around the table and we're saying what we're thankful for. And I love that for us. Uh, One thing I will say that I'm so thankful for right off the bat, before we even jump into Peak and Valley and all of that jazz, I'm so thankful for all of you and for this podcast and for the way that this podcast has grown this year, it's been so incredible and so fun. Um, and I'm really, really so excited about everything to come in regards to Parked Car Convos. And I would also love to give a quick thank you to everyone who has left a rating or review for the podcast. It means the world to me. You remember from last week's episode that I had set a goal that I'm hoping to achieve by the end of the year which is that on Spotify, I'm hoping to get a thousand five-star reviews. And on Apple Podcasts, I'm hoping to get 500 five-star reviews. On Spotify right now, we have 747. So we are inching closer. 
We are inching closer for sure. And then on Apple, we have 264. That one is, you know, yeah, that one's chugging along. Also, let me just say, even if you listen to Spotify, if you listen to the podcast via Spotify, chances are you still have the Apple podcast app on your phone. So like you can just, you can just pop it open. You can just give it a five-star review. It takes literally no energy. Or maybe you could perhaps steal your mother's phone and rate it a five-star. I don't, you know, what you do and how you kind of go about that to help achieve this goal is none of my business, but it is really, truly appreciated. And I hope that you know that. Um, and thank you to everyone who's been telling their friends about the podcast. I get DMs all the time of people saying that they got their friends to start listening or that they got their mom to start listening or their grandma or their sister or their cousin. Thank you truly from the bottom of my heart. That really does mean the world that you're spreading the good word like that. I could ask for truly nothing more. And remember to take a picture of yourself listening to this, this podcast episode in your car see at Parkscore Convos pod at Parkscore Convos dot pod on Instagram for uh, some inspo photos to be considered as this week's passenger of the week. We actually had two passenger of the weeks last week because we had um, a normal, a normal like picture in the car. And then we also had a passenger who was listening on a train, which was crazy because he was also a passenger, but a train passenger. So it's just kind of like a beautiful dual meaning there. So Uh, Make sure to send in your pictures to be this week's passenger of the week. And yes, I'm so incredibly grateful for you. And I just hope that you guys know that. Thank you so much. Okay. Um, Peak and valley of the week. All right. Peak of the week. I've been doing a lot of Christmas shopping, which is my favorite thing. I love giving gifts. Like I, I love it so much. I am truly in my heart and in my mind. I know for a fact I am a phenomenal gift giver. I really, really am. And that's so beautiful, I think. Um, I I know a lot of people struggle with, with what gifts to give. And that's never been me. Weird flex. I know. I think it's because I'm a Taurus, though. I just love giving gifts. And I've had some really good ideas for gifts already this year. I had two great gift ideas for my dad, which is crazy because usually he's the hardest person for me to shop for. And right off the bat, I had two really good gift ideas. So I'm really excited about that. But I just have been soaking up all of the Black Friday sales, the early Black Friday sales, because obviously even by the time this episode comes out, it's not Black Friday yet. But like for some reason, everything's on sale, which actually falls into my valley of the week, but we'll get into that. Um, Yeah. So I've just been really loving getting gifts. There's something so like wholesome and kind of cozy about ordering gifts for other people. My favorite thing about the Christmas season is wrapping gifts. I love to wrap gifts. I love to make an entire day of it and like watch a Christmas movie, have a nice peppermint mocha iced coffee, which we will be touching on. Don't don't you worry your pretty little mind. People throw rocks at things that shine, of course. Uh, We will be touching on that. But I love wrapping presents and I love buying presents for people. And this does, in fact, thank you for asking, circle back to my shopping addiction. Yes, great observation. But anyways, buying gifts for other people doesn't really count. So it doesn't matter. Um, I've been loving that. I also, yesterday, as you're listening to this, yesterday, I posted a gift guide on my Instagram story, which sounds like I know every single influencer type person has posted a gift guide. I promise mine is really good. Like I promise from the bottom of my heart, mine is really, really good. A lot of the things that I post in this gift guide, I've already bought as presents. I just couldn't say it in the story because I didn't want the people who I bought the presents for to see them. But I have either bought all of the things that I posted as presents for this year or for last year, or I own them myself. And I know for a fact that I would love to receive them as a gift or I would give them to someone else. And they're just kind of like tried and true. They're, they're, they touch on a little bit of everything. There's some personalized gifts. There's some like gifts that are more food related and cooking related if you're shopping for a person who likes to cook. And then there's a lot of cozy gifts because as aforementioned, I am a Taurus. I love all things cozy. I love things that are soft and warm and are like luxury-esque. So that's kind of, that was kind of the vibe, like little luxuries that you can get for people in your life that are things that they typically wouldn't buy themselves, but they will appreciate, you know what I mean? So feel free to check out that if you're listening to this on Monday, the story is definitely still up. If not, you can go to my LTK, which is in my link tree and it'll have all the stuff posted. But I really do think that they're 
really, really good gifts, if I do say so myself. Also, if you need help with any gift ideas, maybe just like write in and I can help you. I would love that. I literally would love that because I love buying gifts for people. Um, anyways, my one of my valleys of the week is the way that Black Friday has become an entire month. Like, what is that? What is that? I I hate it. Again, I don't think this is a thing outside of the U.S. necessarily. I mean, I'm sure the sales are a part of it, but Black Friday in the U.S. used to be this like huge thing where it's the Friday right after Thanksgiving and people used to get up at or go out at like midnight and they would go to malls. They would go to all these stores that would have these huge sales and you would do like all of your Christmas shopping because everything was at like such absurd prices. Like it was so great. And people made like an entire day of it. And it used to be insane. I went Black Friday shopping a couple times. I never went out at like midnight. That's like fully insane. I went at like four o'clock in the morning, which actually sounds almost more insane for some reason, but loved it. It's like such a cute, fun experience to like get a hot chocolate, get a coffee, go shopping. Everyone's out. Everyone's buying presents. It's just like fun, right? But obviously over the years, it's kind of transformed because everyone buys presents online now anyway. So it like doesn't really, no one's really shopping in stores as much anyways. And then also there's like different sales online than there is in the store. And it's just, and then 2020 happened. Obviously no one was like going out to shopping malls in 2020. That just wasn't a thing. So I feel like that's when like online sales really started to like take off. And now it is just like evolved into this like mess. It is a true mess because there was Black Friday sales in like October. And I'm sorry, it is October. That's a full month before Black Friday even starts. Like, what does that mean? And I even remember last year when I was um, working my job for this brand that sold consumer goods. Like we had all of these deals going on the week of Black Friday. And I... I like was so confused by all of it because like every day was something different and I feel like that's actually so dumb because then it's like if I want to buy Christmas gifts this week right which I'm sure a lot of you will do because there's such good deals going on the thing that I hate is like okay so on Monday they start advertising okay here's our Black Friday sale I get nervous to buy anything on like Monday Tuesday Wednesday Thursday because I'm afraid that on actual Black Friday there's going to be like an even bigger sale and then I just like just spent money that I didn't need to spend because there's an even better sale so I hate the way that that happens and then there's Cyber Monday after it's just like it is too much capitalism has gone way too far just give me one day of sales and I can just do everything then that's perfect we do not it does not need to be like a two-week long event because then this past week I was getting emails that was like early access to Black Friday like oh my god no, I have a headache. How can I keep this straight? Especially if you're like waiting for certain things to go on sale. That's so frustrating because like when is it going to be at its actual lowest? You don't want to buy it like the day before it goes on sale for an extra 20% off. That would be so annoying. Oh my God. Thank you guys so much for coming to my TED Talk. I just like really, that is something that is like really, really grinding my gears if I'm speaking my truth. Um. Anyways, Pass the Ox song also sorry, before I say anything, if you work in retail and you are working on Black Friday, my thoughts and prayers are literally with you. I hope you know that. You are a soldier. You are so brave. You will do amazing. I hope everyone is nice to you. I think, I think a lot of people are nice. (laughs) Um, I think there is kind of a renewed appreciation for retail workers during the holiday season. I think most people, mm, no, I like know what I'm trying to say, but I like I think there's a lot of people that are very self-aware and are just very aware of the fact that like these people are, you know, working for minimum wage during the holiday season and it's like so chaotic and there's so much going on. So I do think that a lot of people are like extra cognizant of that, but there's also just insane horrible people. So I I really I hope that you don't have to deal with those is kind of what I'm getting at. Um anyways, Past the Ox song of the week to speak my truth. I've been listening to Christmas music a little bit. I've been like dipping my toe in it. I can't go like full fledged yet. I just can't really do that to myself. But one of my favorite Christmas songs is Underneath the Tree by Kelly Clarkson. I think that song is so good. It might be better than All I Want for Christmas is You. There, I said it. 
there I said it it's like that is a top tier Christmas song and I think everyone loves it when it's on but I don't think anyone's like oh that's one of my favorite Christmas songs you know what I mean and I think people should it's such a bob it's like so upbeat and it's just like oh I love it I love it so much so I've been listening to that a little bit if you have any good um Christmas song recommendations let me know I always go on Apple and I just like listen to whatever like because they have so many different kinds of Christmas playlists and I listen to those but then I end up like hating half the songs because they're just like weird covers that don't sound even Christmassy so if you have good Christmas songs let me know okay for a traffic report a lot of people had asked me to talk about Taylor and Travis because of everything that happened last weekend with Taylor and Travis but I talked about that in the For the Swifties episode that I did on Friday so if you're interested in hearing about that listen to that episode one thing that I do want to talk about that I had mentioned last week that we had kind of I'd kind of gotten follow-up on in the DMs after I posted last week's episode was this debacle of me finding a good dairy-free peppermint mocha creamer so here's here's the thing first of all a lot of you did recommend really good dairy-free creamers to me I also I tried one I have one that I'm actually drinking as we speak it's um it's the like oh fuck it's natural bliss by coffee mate so it's like a coffee mate brand but it's their dairy-free line and they have a peppermint mocha it's fine it's okay like I'm able I will definitely like finish this creamer I don't have to like throw it out because it's so disgusting but it's again it's just like not very flavorful there's not much peppermint going on which is a bummer because that's like kind of half of the whole reason why I'm I'm drinking this um so that's kind of disappointing but whatever it's fine um someone else had recommended I've gotten a couple recommendations to try the silk almond milk creamer peppermint mocha one that one is supposed to be really good I'm gonna look for that one I the wherever whatever grocery stores I go to I don't find a lot of silk creamers so I'm gonna have to really try and like scavenge for that one because I I haven't seen much of that brand anywhere because now there's just like so many there's so many brands I think there was like two big coffee creamer brands before people started like switching to almond milk and coconut milk and oat milk and all of that and now there's like it's just like we're inundated with different types of coffee creamers so I will be on the lookout for that but even more even more than the recommendations I got for dairy-free peppermint creamers I got messages from people telling me Maddie I'm sure so many people have told you this but the coffee mate or international delight peppermint mocha creamers that you have been drinking for the last however many years are actually dairy free and I said hmm I said what do you what do you mean so naturally I did some digging and I the answers I found were sketchy at best okay because essentially what's happening is these coffee creamer brands which by the way like international delight coffee mate no one is claiming that these two, these two companies and their coffee creamers are the pinnacle of health. No one is saying that. No one has ever said that. I'm sure there's so much sugar in it. I have never bothered to look because I literally do not care at all. But I'm just kind of like painting a picture for those of you unfamiliar with these brands. Like these are not, these are not like the healthiest coffee creamers at all, right? And I knew that, obviously. That's why they taste good, duh. That's literally how they end up tasting good. So I don't care because they taste good. And neither should you, quite frankly. But here's the thing. Apparently, it says on the bottle of some of them that it's actually lactose-free, which is interesting because lactose-free and dairy-free are like kind of different things, apparently, um, because of some scientific reason that I am not equipped to prepare you with. And that doesn't really matter. The, the point is, is that I Googled, are International Delight creamers dairy-free? And the answer I got from the company website was like, so ambiguous because you can tell that they want to say yes they are dairy free but they can't say that because if they admit that their coffee creamers which are supposed to be made with cow's milk slash cream yeah we're gonna forget the fact that I just said cow's cream I'm not okay with that at all I take it back I take it back but it begs the question, what are you making this with? What am I drinking? What is the liquid that is in this bottle? Like that is a, a really valid question that naturally kind of comes up. If you're saying, oh yeah, this is dairy-free, sick, then what is it? I'm scared. 
And this is something I've talked about a lot ever since I went dairy free is like, I don't understand why these places don't come out and say that this is not real cheese because half the things that claim that they have real cheese in them, there's, listen, there's no way. There's no way Cheetos have real cheese. Like, come on. No cheese tastes like, that's not even, that's not real. What do you mean? And like the cheese that they put on a McDonald's cheeseburger, like just say that that's, just say that that's dairy free. It's not, there's no way that's made with real real cheese and real milk. That's just not how that is working. And so I had said a while ago, I was talking to my parents about it. Actually, I was like, it's just like so stupid because I honestly feel like they would sell more product if they were like, oh yeah, this is dairy free. Like if you found out that Cheetos were dairy free as a vegan, wouldn't you be like, oh sick. This is sick because Cheetos taste good. So now I can eat them because they're not using real cheese. But then I thought about this and I was like, they can't do that because then people will be like, what the, it would just, it would alert attention to the fact that they're using insane chemicals to produce this food. So that's obviously what's happening in the case of the international delight coffee creamers, because they're using a milk derivative, which essentially means it's just like a synthetic milk. And so that's kind of like alarming to bring that to people's attention. People who think that they're drinking like an authentic cow's milk beverage, that's kind of concerning. So it's it was really interesting to kind of go on their website and see them tiptoe around it because you can tell that they like want to say it's dairy-free because they want people who are dairy-free to know that they can still drink it so that they can still make money off of it and more people will drink it. But at the same time, they don't want to outwardly come out and say it because people will be like, what the fuck am I drinking? So it's really is a double-edged sword there. That being said, I am still going to be on the hunt for a dairy-free creamer. That's peppermint mocha. I really want to try the silk one. I'm hoping I can find it. But if not, I will be resorting back to International Delight because apparently apparently it's fine. Apparently it will have literally the same effect on my stomach. So who cares at this point, I guess. Okay, without further ado, after a quick 22-minute intro... Let's dive into giving thanks. Let's do that together. I'm first going to touch on the things that I came up with, and then I'm going to read some of your responses. I'm super excited because you guys wrote some good things. Okay, first up we have, I'm thankful that I don't have a stomach ache right now. I don't think we take advantage of the times when our stomach is feeling good. I don't think we do because think of every time that you've gotten a stomach ache and you're like, I would give anything to feel normal right now. It's the same with really anything. If you have a really bad headache, if you're hungover, oh my God, every time I'm hungover, I'm like, I, I take for granted the times when I feel like a normal functioning human being. And that's really sad. And I need to be grateful for that. And actually a lot of you had written in, you're thankful that you don't have a stuffy nose right now. So for those of us not suffering with a stuffy nose, which I like kind of am, I'm kind of in the trenches cold wise, which is just like disgusting and not fair. Cause I don't really leave my house. So that feels rude. Um, but if you don't have a stuffy nose right now, absolutely give thanks for that. That is so That's so amazing. When you can breathe through both of your nostrils, like that should be celebrated. And I just don't think we celebrate it enough. This is also kind of circling back to a very common theme here at Parched Car Convos podcast where we say that we should celebrate every win. And for me, not having a stomachache right now, that is a huge win. And so we are going to celebrate it accordingly. Okay. I also said, I'm so thankful for times when you rediscover an item of clothing that you forgot you had that is like such a euphoric feeling when you are, it it always happens to you when you're looking for something else, right? Like you're looking for a sweater. You're like, where, where is this sweater? And you're like digging through like boxes or your closet and you're trying to find it. You can't find it anywhere. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, look at this pair of pants. I totally forgot about this pair of pants. I loved these pants. I'm so glad I still have them. There's nothing better than like completely forgetting that you owned an article of clothing and then finding it. That is so beautiful. So we should definitely be so thankful for those moments too. I'm also very thankful that I'm not allergic to peanuts or really nuts of any kind or really any food allergy in general, even though I knew I just wanted a a literal 10 minute rant about being dairy free. But 
I do eat dairy from time to time. Like that is still something that I do and I can do without, without like going into anaphylaxis. And so like that is beautiful. I'm so glad I don't have like an anaphylactic reaction to any food because I think that would be really devastating, especially people that develop food allergies like later in life. Because I think, you know, if you've always been allergic to peanuts, it's like, okay, whatever. It doesn't matter because you don't even know what it tastes like. You don't know what you're missing out on because you've never had it. And that's fine. You just like live your life and it doesn't even cross your mind. But if you develop an allergy later in life after eating foods that you loved and then you find out, oh, you can no longer eat those foods or you could die. Okay. That is not, it's just, it's just not good. That's really, really sad. So I'm grateful that I have yet to develop any severe food allergies. And I think we should all be celebrating that, especially um, especially those of us who enjoy food, like really enjoy food. Oh, actually, now that I mention it, that's another thing I'm very thankful for, because recently it's been kind of like brought to my attention that there's people that just like don't care about food. Okay. Like there's people that are just like, oh, I'm hungry. So like I have to eat lunch. So I just like eat whatever. And then they are just full. And then they just like don't eat again until dinner because they like don't actually enjoy eating food. They just do it because, you know, they literally have to for survival. I am so, I didn't even, I literally did not even fathom that people like that existed, but I'm so glad that I have such a deep appreciation for food. I'm, that is so beautiful. I cannot imagine just being like, I guess I'll just like have cereal because I'm hungry and I like need to eat something of sustenance. Like, no, absolutely not. I remember one time I saw this hairdresser and she was like, I was saying I was going out to to dinner somewhere and it was like an Italian restaurant, I want to say. And I was like, oh, I'm so excited. Like, I love pasta. Like, I'm just craving it. She's like, oh yeah, like, I don't know. I'm not really like a big foodie. She's like, I could literally have cereal for dinner like every single night and I'd be fine with that. And I remember being like, I feel so bad for you. And granted, whatever, that's her truth. She doesn't, it's just like not, it's not something that she thinks about or cares about. And like, that's obviously totally fine. But like, I'm so glad that like food excites me and I love to cook and I love to make fun things. And then I'd love to enjoy them and eat them. Like, that's so beautiful. So if you have an appreciation for food, that is something else that you should be kind of giving thanks for today on this day. Um, I'm also really thankful for pull-through parking spots. Just the complete epitome of luxury and convenience when you really think about it. It's so beautiful. Especially when you're in a really, really busy parking lot. I went to the grocery store the other day and it was like manically busy. It was, it was disgusting. It was so many people there and I hated it. I hate grocery. I hate busy places. That's one thing I'm not thankful for. Just places being crowded. I literally, I cannot deal with it. I'm not equipped to deal with it, but I was at a grocery store and I like pulled into the parking lot. I was like, oh my God, this is a nightmare. And then I pull into a parking spot and it was a pull through. And I was like, this is so amazing. Thank you so much for this opportunity to have this really, really easy parking spot right now. And then I was just able to pull right out and it was beautiful. It was harmonious. I loved everything about it. So I'm really thankful that those parking spots exist. Okay. Let's read some of the things that you guys are thankful for. I'm really excited to dive into these. I really just screenshotted them. I didn't really read a lot of them yet. So let's dive in. Someone said that I like my soon to be mother-in-law. That's That is really, really, truly amazing. I'm so happy for you because that is truly a make or break for just kind of like your life and sanity in general as a whole. So I'm really, really happy that you're happy. That is absolutely something to be grateful for. And we are all celebrating alongside with you. Um, I'm thankful that I don't have a pimple on my nose. That's so true. Anytime you have a pimple in like a really annoying spot or or one of those ones that hurts really bad. You know those ones that are like under the surface and they do, I think they're called blind pimples and they don't actually like rear their head, but they're massive and they just kill. I'm so thankful I don't have one of those on my face right now. Like that is so truly beautiful. And if you guys aren't having a bad breakout right now, we should all be give thanks for that too. Especially oh, just like and then it doesn't go away. 
for so long and you're like, oh my God, I would give anything to have this get off of my face right now. So we are giving thanks. Today we are giving thanks for that. Okay, uh, next we have um, the vegan pesto from Trader Joe's. So true. So incredibly true. And we should all kind of give thanks for Trader Joe's for those of us that are able to benefit from from the benefits of Trader Joe's because, wow, what a miraculous establishment that I'm so lucky to live so close to and to reap the rewards from. I love everything that Trader Joe himself has made, truly. And I give thanks for that always. Um, okay. I'm grateful that my boyfriend is out of jail. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, sirree. I think I would love some more context. But I'm happy for you. I'm happy that you're happy. That is great. And that is amazing. And I love that for you. Okay. I'm grateful that my charger works in every direction and not just one. That is so good. That is so good. There's nothing worse than having... Okay. Like, can we just like... (laughs) Can we just like remember that if I ever say there's nothing worse than... I know that there's so many things worse than. Okay. But in reality, there's nothing really worse than having your phone charger be kind of on the fritz. And so you have to precariously place your phone charger and your phone in like one certain placement so that it doesn't move so that it can charge all night. That's, oh, it's so painful. And then it's like one of those things where you're like, I need to just get a new charger. But it's, it just slips your mind. And then like weeks go by and you're like, oh my God. And every night when you go to charge your phone, you're like, how did I, oh my God, I need to buy a phone charger. So if you have a functioning phone charger, raise your glass for that. Cause that is truly amazing. Okay. Um, I'm grateful that my electric blanket is just hot enough, but not too hot. See, this is what we're saying. Also, electric blanket, heated blanket, as I'm assuming what they're talking about. Heated blanket, great gift idea. I have like three, <laughs> that's my third blanket suggestion. Um, if you count the ones in the gift guide, I love a blanket. I literally love a blanket, but a heated blanket, that's great. And I'm sure at least one person in your life would benefit from that and would love that and appreciate it. Um, I'm grateful that I'm not as tired as I was yesterday. So true. Because there are days when we just don't have any energy at all. And it's like, I don't know how I'm going to get through the day as a functioning human. Because I'm truly running on empty. So we should all give thanks if we are feeling like, okay, I have some semblance of energy today. Let's let us give thanks for that for sure. Okay, this next one is pretty niche. So I'm not sure how many of us are going to be able to relate to this one, but bear with me. I'm grateful I didn't marry the man from Crab Orchard, Kentucky, because I would be milking cows right now. Can we all just say, wow, I'm feeling so happy for you that you were able to evade a situation wherein you would find yourself milking cows involuntarily. I think that's a sentiment that we all share. I'm so happy for you because no one should be milking cows in Kentucky if that is not their life path, if that is not their truth, if that is not something that they are, you know, seeking out and really, really, truly resonating with. So that is amazing. And I think all of us have some sort of situation where we say, wow, I'm really glad I didn't end up doing that. My life is so much better for that. So we can all be grateful, not only for the things that we have, but for the things that we don't have right? We can be thankful for the losses because a lot of the times they they bring us to a much happier place. Okay. I'm grateful for catching every green light when I'm running behind. Yeah. It's just one of those times where you're like, oh, amazing. So the universe is in my favor. That's so sick. No, that's literally so sick. I love that so much. There are times when you just feel like everything is working out for me and there's so much evidence of that all around me. That is, wow, what a good day. What a good freaking day. That's how I want you to feel every day when you listen to my podcast. Whenever you listen to my podcast, I want you to have a day where every single green light you find yourself hitting. Like that's what, that's what we need. We need more of that. We need perpetual green lights, essentially. What I'm saying is no more yellow lights, no more red lights, just pure havoc on the road because everyone is getting a green light. No, that's a horrible idea. We're not going to do that. Don't even get that idea out of your head, you freak. Okay. Um, This person said, I'm grateful that my crate and barrel plates are finally off back order. That's amazing. 
I kind of sometimes, not always, not almost not ever, if I'm speaking my truth, but when something's on back order and you order it and then it like finally ships out like a month later and you've forgotten about it, that's amazing. Actually, that is always amazing, but the fact that it's on back order is almost never amazing is kind of what I was getting at there, but that is like such a fun treat because chances are you've kind of forgotten about it and then it just like pops up and it's like your order shipped and you're like, what the fuck? Was I hacked? Did someone did someone buy something through my account with my card against my will? And then you check and you're like, oh my God, no, that, that thing that I ordered a month ago is finally on its way to me. I love that. I love that. Okay. This person said that the old men at my ski shop don't ask me for advice because I'm a girl. That is a benefit of being a girl is that everyone thinks that you have nothing of value to offer. Sorry, I can't go there because I'll spiral, but um, that is a great way to avoid unnecessary interactions with old men. That should be celebrated. That should be celebrated always. That's an advantage of girlhood sometimes. And it is it is the biggest of double-edged swords, but it is it is an advantage at times. So I'm, I'm glad that you're able to recognize that and to rejoice in it. That is so beautiful. This person said, I'm thankful that my dog has full control of her bladder and bowels. That is really, really something that I think is slept on so often because so many people have dogs that are either elderly or really, really young or just kind of uh, negligent and <laughs> and ignorant and they just like don't care when they when they go to the bathroom. And that is something that I would find myself really detesting and not enjoying in any capacity. So if, if we own pets, if any of us amongst us own pets, then we should definitely be thankful that they're well-trained. We should be thankful that we have nice, well-trained dogs and cats and whatever, whatever else you may have, because that is truly a game changer. Could you imagine if your day kind of revolved around like cleaning up after your dog inside your home? No. No, 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 no. Also, we should be thankful. This is another thing I'm thinking about because, you know, when you enter someone's home and it just smells like their pet, if you live in a household wherein your house does not smell like your pet, we should be rejoicing in that as well. I'm a big, big like scent person. I love a scent. I love a good, a good, clean, fresh, warm, cozy scent. And something that kind of goes against that is the smell of dog. So I'm so grateful that I live in a home that doesn't smell like dog. Even though we are blessed with the presence of a dog, it doesn't, she doesn't occupy our kind of like scent atmosphere, which is so important and so beautiful. And that's something that I'm kind of celebrating. So grateful I didn't become addicted to cocaine in college like the rest of my girlies so true that is so incredibly true and that is something that is beautiful because you are really what you're showing gratitude for is your self-control perhaps and for your limitations and boundaries that you set and that is beautiful and we all are so proud of you and so happy for you um i'm grateful that it's raining because i don't feel bad for not going outside so true i love a good perfectly placed and timed rainy day. There's nothing better. Now, that being said, that doesn't happen very often because a lot of the times it rains and you're like, I have shit to do. And this is making me want to do literally nothing except to lay in bed. And so we should be so grateful for the times that we don't really have anything to do. And we're feeling kind of lazy or kind of tired or just kind of like, I can't be asked to do anything right now. And it rains. That is beautiful, especially when it rains the entirety of the day, because there's kind of nothing worse than being like, and, and we know that when I say that, I mean, there is things much, much worse. But what I mean by this is when you have in your head, like, okay, Sunday's going to be rainy. That's perfect. That will be my do nothing and kind of raw in bed day. That's beautiful. And then Sunday comes around and you're doing nothing in the morning. You're laying in bed, you're watching your favorite show or you're reading your favorite book or you're on your phone. I don't know what you do, right? Not none of my business, honestly. And then all of a sudden the sun starts to come out and you're like, uh, no, that's not the vibe. The sun is not the vibe right now. 
So that is really, truly so that's miserable. So a good, a good, perfectly placed and timed rainy day, nothing better. That's amazing. And we should all be grateful for those days when they happen. Um, same with snowy days. Sometimes it's like fun to have a cute little snowstorm day and it's not fun to deal with the repercussions of that. But in the moment, it does feel kind of like fun and fresh. Something that I've been thinking about too recently, I've, I've found myself on a side of TikTok that is showing um, people that live in, and I'm going to butcher the pronunciation for this, so I'm sorry to all of my Norwegians, Svalbard, question mark, Norway. And um, there's a, a gr- woman on TikTok who lives there, and it's just like insane. Her life is so insane, but she lives in this like very remote area of Norway, and there's very, very little daylight. Actually, there's no daylight now for like months. I'm thankful for daylight and I used to find myself complaining about this a lot and I still do to clarify and I still will going forward actually nothing's going to change but I am thankful for the daylight that I have because here's the thing here's what I complain about obviously in the U.S. we have daylight savings which is so fucking dumb and apparently they're working to outlaw that which is really good but essentially twice a year we have daylight savings And it just like alters the clock by an hour to affect how much daylight we get in a day, which is stupid because originally it was for like farmers. So they would have more time. I don't in the fields. I don't, I literally don't know. It's something to do with that. But the thing is, okay. And hear me out. So in the U S there's what four time zones ish. Yeah. Four ish time zones. Here's the thing. I live in Massachusetts. Okay. So Massachusetts is part of the Eastern Standard Time time zone. Okay. And we are the furthest east. We're the furthest. We're the easternmost time zone in the US. Okay. Now, if you break, if you look at that time zone, the great thing about it that is so beautiful and so fun for me personally to suffer through is that Massachusetts is as far east as this time zone goes. Okay, so that means that between where I am and between the westernmost part of our time zone, they are getting so much more sunlight than us and it is revolting and it makes me sick to my stomach because here's the thing, people always complain about daylight savings like, oh no, like the sun's going to set at like 4.30 now and they're kidding. Most of them are kidding because in most parts in the country, the sun will set at like 5.30, which isn't bad. It's not great, but it's, it, it isn't bad. In Massachusetts, I need you to know, dead serious, the sun sets at 4.30 p.m. Like, I'm not kidding. I'm looking up right now what time the sun sets today. 4.19 p.m. The sun will set in Massachusetts at 4.19. And it's just going to get shorter until we get to winter solstice. So, like, people complain about it and it pisses me off because I'm like, you don't understand. 4.19, it is dark here. The rest of my day, a wash. You think I'm doing anything after 419 when the sun is setting? Absolutely not. God, I'm like so glad to get this off my chest because I like can't handle people complaining about it when like the sun sets for them at 530. That's not bad. I would give anything for the sun to set at 530. Are you kidding? It's so much better. It's like worlds different from 419. I promise you. Oh my God. So be grateful if you don't live in the in the easternmost part of your time zone because like technically speaking, and I've done deep dives on this because it pisses me off so much. I'm so sorry for this little rant, but technically speaking, Massachusetts should be in its own time zone or should be in a different time zone because it's so far east of everyone else. Like it just doesn't make sense. So other people that live in our time zone, for them, it sets at a way different time. Literally, I just looked up what time does the sunset in Miami tonight? Miami, Florida, also part of our time zone. The sunset's at 5.30 p.m. Are you kidding how are we in the same time zone? How? How is that possible? That is so incredibly rude. Oh my God. Not this turning into things I am not thankful for. No, I'm sorry. We're going to, we're going to flip the switch. I promise. I just really needed to like kind of get that out there. That's really, that's really important. Okay. Um, this person said the tuna melt that I just made was perfect on both sides. That's beautiful. That is so beautiful. And I also think we need to, as a society, kind of spend more time appreciating just the general goodness of sandwiches. I don't think we do that enough. Over the summer, I went on like a really big sandwich kick. Um, 
because I was down at the beach a lot and there was like a sandwich place down there. So I would find myself getting sandwiches a lot before I went to the beach and something I specifically something about eating a sandwich on a beach is amazing and like cannot be beat or topped in any way, shape or form. But I think it is so like a sandwich just hits so hard. It hits so hard. And it's also kind of like the perfect lunch. It's the perfect meal. It's easy when you find a good sandwich that you really like and a good sandwich place, because that's, that makes all the difference because the bread that a sandwich is on is really how good it gets. You know what I mean? If you have a sandwich that's on really nice, fresh, really good bread, then the sandwich is going to be amazing. It just kind of like will be. So we should all be thankful for sandwiches more, I think. Um, okay. This person said, I'm thankful for right on red. Like, thank you so much for trusting me with that decision. So true. Being able to turn right at a red light is such a beautiful feat of modern technology that they've incorporated. It's so nice of them to give us the opportunity to make the judgment call, make the right judgment call, the right judgment call. Yeah, that's right. It was a pun. I, I love that. And sometimes it does save you so much time. If it's like a really busy light and you're like, oh God, I'd be stuck here forever if I had to wait for a green light, but no, right on red. That is, it is something we should all be thankful for. And thank you for kind of bringing that to our attention because I think that that was kind of going unnoticed. So I really appreciate that. Um, this person said that they are grateful that they love their job. Such a great one. If you are enjoying your job in any capacity right now, that's absolutely something we should be giving thanks for because it's something that you have to go to every single day and it's a real make or break in your life. And I think when you have a job you like, you don't notice the impact of it because it's just like, okay, I just like go to my job and I do my job and then I leave and it's just like just another thing in my life. But when you have a job you hate, it is impossible to avoid. Like you just are always thinking about it. It constantly is weighing on your mind. You're constantly dreading going to work. Even if it's a Friday night and you just left, you're dreading going to work on Monday. So if you have a job that, even if it's just a job that you tolerate, but it doesn't stress you out, it doesn't cause you any unnecessary stress. I think that's something that you should be celebrating. We should all be celebrating. This person said, I'm grateful for pretzels, hard or soft, salty or sweet, all the pretzels. So true. Also, I would like to say that we should all be kind of grateful for snacks in general because I think that that's really, it's kind of crazy like the the way that we've evolved as a society. Like at one point we were cavemen just eating whatever we could, whatever we found. And then we kind of got to a place where it was like, okay, now we have these three meals a day. When did snacks come into the mix? And then when do we start taking snacks so seriously that there's like such, you could have so many different kinds of snacks. The snack aisle of a store is beautiful. It's amazing. It's a modern marvel and they're constantly coming up with new things and we should absolutely be grateful for that and be celebrating the snack market, I think for sure. Okay. Um, we have another illness related one. I'm so grateful that I don't have strep throat right now. I used to get it every, every year, like four years straight. So true. So true. I feel like most people have gone through a time period in their life where they got strep like clockwork. It's so weird how that has happened to like everyone at one point in their life. And some people it was as a kid. And I know some people that it happened to them in like their thirties. And like, that is insane. Strep throat is really, it's, it's more of a nuisance than anything, but actually I got strep throat when I was in middle school, I want to say, and it started with a stomach ache, which I didn't even know was a symptom of strep throat, but apparently it is. And then it was like, that was not fun at all. It was like the most sick I'd been in a while. Um, so we should all be kind of giving thanks that we don't have strep throat right now. I am like, as I'm saying all of these things, I'm feeling really bad for those people that are like listening to this with a stuffy nose or with strep throat. I need you to know that if that is you, I see you and I hear you and we are with you kind of in solidarity. And we hope that soon you'll be able to join us and being grateful that you've so swiftly recovered from strep throat or your stuffy nose. Okay. I'm thankful that it's warm enough that I don't have to put jackets on my two toddlers. That's yeah. I can imagine that that would not be a pleasant task. And I'm sure you're also thankful that you yourself don't have to be wearing a heavy jacket. I recently got a new winter coat. I've been needing a new one because I've had mine for like three years and it's just kind of like deflated and it's not puffy because I, I need a pretty, pretty serious heavy duty winter coat because it does 
snow here and it gets pretty cold, but I was trying it on and I like was thinking about how exhausting it is to like put on winter gear of any sort. It's just like such a production. You can't just like walk out of the house. You have to like put on gloves and a hat and then zip up your winter coat, which like wins me for some reason. Like, why am I breathing so heavily after just zipping up a coat? That doesn't seem right at all. Uh, And then you kind of are just like a little bit immobile for however long you end up wearing that coat for. It's just, we should be grateful for all of the times that we don't have to put on like full winter garb every time we leave our house, always. Um, I am grateful that I'll have just enough cold brew for my Saturday morning hangover. So true. That is so true. And also, you know those times when you wake up in the morning and you realize, oh my God, I'm out of coffee. And then you just, it just throws kind of a whole wrench in your morning because then you have to go get it or you have to go make a stop on your way to work at a coffee shop that you just like weren't intending for. We should all be grateful for the times that we wake up and we have exactly what we need for at least the morning, at least to get us through the morning. You know what I mean? When we have our coffee, we have breakfast, we have whatever it is that we need. We should be grateful for the times when we don't have to run out to the store first thing in the morning because that is just, no one enjoys that. I don't think anywhere ever. All right. This person said, I'm grateful that my nails are filled. So true. It's so nice leaving a nail salon and being like, I don't have to worry about this area of my life for a couple weeks. And that's a nice feeling because when your nails start like chipping or falling apart or like peeling or breaking or whatever it is that your nails do, it's so it's like all consuming on your mind because you can't like run your hands through your hair without it like getting stuck and then it's painful and it's annoying or like if a nail breaks off it's like all you can think about because your nails look kind of gross and like not cute because one of them is falling off like that's just not the vibe so we should so be grateful for all the times when that's just not something that's on our radar we don't have to worry about it that's so beautiful it really is something that that we should all kind of give thanks for together I'm so grateful that my coworker's on vacation so I don't have to hear him chewing for a week. That is beautiful. That is so incredibly beautiful. I'm really, really happy for you. I think we all have people in our lives that when they're absent, we think, yeah, this is nice. I am giving thanks for this. And you take times without them for granted. And I think we shouldn't kind of going forward, especially as we enter the holiday season and we might find ourselves associating with people that we don't particularly enjoy being around or spending any time with at all, let's all remember that, hey, at least I don't have to spend most of my time with them, right? That's something we should give thanks for, for sure. I'm grateful that my water bottle is full and within reach. Nothing better. Nothing better because truly nothing worse. And by that, of course, I mean, there's so many worse things, but there's nothing worse than being like, oh my God, I left my, I left my water bottle downstairs or I left my water bottle in the car. That's the worst when you don't realize until it's like dark out and you have to go outside to your car and get no, absolutely not. And then, or if your water bottle is right next to you and you're like, oh, thank God it's right here. And it's just like empty. There's just like nothing in it. That's not fun for anyone. So here's two full water bottles that are within reach. Thank you for reminding us to give thanks for that because that is so important and such a small victory. It really is when you're like, oh, here's my water bottle full to the brim with ice and water. That's exactly what I need. This person said that they're thankful for the post-beach pre-dinner nap on vacation. Wow. Wow. You are speaking my language. That is so, so true and so beautiful and so kind of, you can't replicate that. You just can't replicate it. So we should absolutely kind of savor those when we can, because that's just like not something you can do at home. You will not get the same satisfaction because it won't be like a vacation post-beach pre-dinner nap. So it's just never going to hit the same. So when we're in those moments, we should all kind of revel in them and bask in them because we just don't get that many. And that's it's actually kind of sad when you think about it. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We're just being, we're just giving thanks. We're just being grateful. Um, I'm thankful that I'm not scrounging at the bottom of an empty mascara tube right now. That's beautiful. That is really, really nice. I think anytime I run out of any makeup product that I use religiously and I like don't realize that I'm almost out of it because a lot of the times you can tell that you're getting to the end of something and you can hopefully be a little bit proactive about it, but there's nothing worse. 
And of course, we all know what I mean by that. There's nothing worse than starting your makeup routine having like half a face of makeup on. And then being like, oh, sick. There's literally no eyeliner left. Okay. What do I do now? What do I do now? That is truly a, a miserable situation. So if, if our makeup routine and our products, our go-to products are all stocked right now, we should obviously be giving thanks for that. Uh, thankful that I don't have to get gas for another week. So true. Getting gas feels like is one of those things that just feels like a gigantic chore. Like it's just something that kind of weighs on your shoulders until you do it. And then it's like, okay, now I did it. And like, I don't even really feel better about it, but like we should feel better about it because now we don't have to deal with it for however many days or weeks. I don't know how often you drive your car or how far, because obviously that's none of my business, but it's nice when we don't have to be like, oh, it's getting pretty low. I guess I should find a gas station. Oh, that's it just really, it can throw a wrench in your day. So we're thankful for having full gas tanks always. This one is so true. I think I'd had this, I think I had this in my first episode I did on things that I was grateful for, which is like a couple years ago. Um, but that I'm not in high school anymore slash that I'm not having to do homework for all of us who are no longer in some sort of educational facility. I think we can all agree that that is something to to celebrate. It's so beautiful to kind of not have to write a paper, even though, to be honest, I did. I really liked writing papers, but there was so many other things that I had to do as work or like projects. I'm glad I don't have to do a group project ever again. I'm so happy for that. Like, get those out of my face. I'm so glad I'm not in a group project right now. We should all be grateful for that, for sure. This person said, I'm thankful for those accounts on TikTok that makes edits of TV shows so I can always watch them after a show. I feel you on a spiritual level because there's something so glum and kind of depressing about finishing a show that you loved and being like, okay, now what? And then luckily, because while you were watching it, it was kind of like living on your For You page, all of a sudden you just get inundated with all of these videos about about that TV show and you're like, okay, I get to kind of prolong this. I get to bask in it for a little bit longer. And that is so, that is really beautiful. Thank you for bringing that to our attention. That's something that we do definitely take for granted. Um, I'm thankful that my boss isn't at work today. That is a triumph. That is a beautiful, beautiful thing. And I'm so glad that you were able to, to recognize how beautiful of a thing that was and how you were able to kind of feel that wholeheartedly. There's That is such a great feeling. Even when I worked a job that I loved and I had a boss I loved, I, when my boss wasn't there, I was like, okay, (laughs) let freedom reign. Am I right? Like for no reason. I'm grateful when my nail tech does a particularly good job at nailing the shape of my nails. Yes, totally, 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 totally. I, if I don't like the shape of my nails, I just will not like, it doesn't matter what the color is. It doesn't matter. And nothing else matters because it just like looks weird to me. So there's nothing better than having a nail tech that just like gets it right every single time. That absolutely should be celebrated. This person said that they're grateful for their AirPods. And I think we can even expand that to just like Bluetooth in general. Could you imagine being restrained by wired headphones? I can't. I truly, I can't. And I think it's one of those things where once you switch to a Bluetooth headphone, you just like can't kind of go back. But that is something that is really like... It, it makes you limitless in a sense. You can just kind of walk around your house. I like, that's my favorite thing is having my iPad, like playing a show or something. And I have my AirPods in and I can just kind of walk around my house doing whatever. And I still have constant noise in my ears because we all know I cannot be alone with my thoughts ever, literally ever. So it's so important that there's something kind of always going on in my ears. And I love that I can just go from room to room and like get so much done. And I don't have to like carry my iPad with me like an iPad child, which I am, of course. But I'm glad that I don't have to necessarily always be glued to it. In that sense, I'm able to go within a reasonable range of the Bluetooth device, which is so amazing. Something else, no one wrote this hymn, but I'm just thinking of this as we go. Something else that I'm really grateful for right now is that one of like the biggest fashion trends presently is 
super girly like bows and ribbons and pale pinks and it's just like super feminine and girly and fun I love that I love that because it's always so sad when like something becomes super trendy and you're like that's just not my vibe like I'm just that's not gonna be for me that's not gonna be a trend that I find myself hopping on and this is one that I can fully get behind and I love it so much it's so cute like everything I see of this is I'm just eating it up so I'm grateful for trends that are things that I would actually want to get behind all right we're gonna end on this note this person said I just got a coffee from my favorite barista and it is perfect nothing better there's nothing better than seeing that one barista who makes your coffee perfectly and you're like this I just know this is gonna slap or when you just like take your first sip of a coffee and you're like yup this is made perfectly it's exactly what I could have wanted in a coffee today and more honestly we should all be rejoicing for that Thank you guys so much for giving thanks with me. I would love to further reiterate that I am so incredibly thankful for all of you and for your support on the podcast and just your support of me in general. So cool. So insane. I'm so grateful for all of it. And I really hope that you guys know that. And I'm not just, I'm not just saying this. Let's face it. I don't just say things to say things. I have a purpose for everything that I say and I mean everything that I say because I'm always speaking my truth unless, of course, I'm lying for fun. But this isn't that. I'm not lying for fun. I'm speaking my truth. I hope you have a fabulous Thanksgiving. If you celebrate, I hope you are able to spend time with people that you love and you're able to eat really good food and just be cozy, comfy and cozy. That's my wish for you. Thank you so much for listening and I will chat with you next week.